You're listening to a True Name Theatre production. Humane by Polly Creed. Episode 2. I'm standing in the co-op, but I'm not even really sure what I came in for. I stand there just staring at the tins of baked beans and tomatoes, the lights are fluorescent, and I'm so tired that the speckled pattern on the floor is just swimming in front of my eyes. Then I sort of jog myself, and I'm on autopilot, filling my basket with pampers and chocolate digestives. I put all sorts of stuff in, hair ties and loo roll, an angel delight, which I've never bought, ever. Wouldn't even eat it at school, but I'm craving it. I need sugar, I think. I get almost every flavour. Strawberry, butterscotch, chocolate, white chocolate. We did a big shop two days ago, so I don't really need anything, but I had to get out of the house. I feel like I'm losing it. Probably am losing it. I'm buying butterscotch angel delight. Hiya. Hi. Do you want a bag? Yes, please. I think I'll need a few, actually. Oh, she's absolutely gorgeous. On her good days. How old? Danny's two months and Lewis, my other one, he's at playgroup at the moment, he's two. Gold, you've got your hands full. (laughs) You can say that again. There's a 20-month age gap between my two. And honestly, don't think I slept for about four years. My daughter, God, she had a set of lungs on her. Although she still keeps me up worrying, and she turned 30 last week. I'm Beryl, by the way. Linda. You're new around these parts, aren't you? Yeah, I just moved here. I'm staying with Bev and Roger Matthews. They're my in-laws. Oh, you're Mark's wife. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. God, he used to give me grief when he was a nipper. Bleeding, sharpening round the pick and mix, taking the football cards when he thought I wasn't looking. But he turned out all right in the end, didn't he? He's in the Navy now, isn't he? Army. He's in Bosnia at the moment. Bosnia. I bet you miss him, don't you? Especially with those two little ones in tow. Right, that'll be £26.52. pence. Do you have a membership card? No, sorry, don't. Hang on. Purse should be here somewhere. Just two seconds. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. I, I think mm, uh, I, I must have left her home somewhere. Can I? Would it be okay if I just left these things here? I'm really sorry, but we haven't got any room back here. I would if I could, but my manager will be on at me. Oh, really? Mm. I'll just nip back up the hill and. Um, Actually, on second thoughts, I might just leave it. Sorry, I couldn't help overhearing that you left your purse at home. What if I got these? You can pay me back later. Oh, that's very kind of you, but I couldn't possibly... I I don't even know you. Look, I know what it's like dashing out to buy nappies. You don't want to be up and down a hill more than you need to. No, no, that's nice of you, but it's really not that far. Don't worry, you can pay me back later. Well, Well, if you're sure... I'm sure. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. I'm Alice, by the way. Nice to meet you. I'm Linda. Here, let me help you with that. Thank you so, so much. Uh, For everything. Angel Delight. 
For me, it was marathon bars. I used to eat about five at a time to get me through. I think I averaged about three hours a night with my eldest, Jamie. Oh, really? That's... Uh, yeah, that's good. Sorry. You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, actually... I'm a bit overwhelmed, to be honest. Danny, my youngest, she won't stop crying. I can't get her down even for an hour. I've tried everything, everything. And my husband's away. I'm staying at my mother-in-law's and I'm just... I completely understand what it's like. Hey, this might seem a bit strange, but do you want to go and have a cup of tea or something? I know a takeaway place just down on the marina. We can drink them on the beach. I... Uh, yeah... Go on then, that actually would be lovely. Bye then. Take care, Linda. Bye. Oh, there we go, Danny. Good girl. Stuck you up there. I cannot believe it. She's out like a light. I've been trying for days and now here with all this racket and the seagulls and everything. It's the fresh air. I used to wrap mine up really tightly and leave them out in their Moses basket in the garden. I'd sleep for hours like that. Here, here's yours. Milk, two sugars. Oh, thank you. God, I needed this. Yeah, it's good to get some fresh air into your lungs, isn't it? Get outside a bit. It's gorgeous. I used to come here with mine when they were little. How many do you have? Two boys. Jamie and Michael. I'm not so little now, though. Jamie's at uni studying psychology. Michael's doing his A-levels. Must be nice now they're a bit older. You can get to know them as real people. Yeah. Doesn't get any easier, though. Jamie's fine. He's always been fine, never had to worry. Michael, though, he's so um, sort of closed up. Doesn't tell me anything. Oh, really? I think he's having problems making friends at college. I worry he's being bullied, but... You won't tell me anything, though. Well, I'm sure, though, he would come to you if it was something really bad. I hope so. Well, Beverly, my mother-in-law, she means very well, but she just keeps giving me all this advice every time Danny starts crying. Have you tried swaying her back and forth quickly like the midwife said? I know she's tired, too. The crying's keeping her up as well. Oh, it wasn't like this with Lewis. I mean, he cried all right, but I could get him down for a few hours, get... Some sleeping. Danny, she just... Oh, so awful. The GP reckons it's colic. Even now, it, she's fast asleep, but it's like I can still hear her crying, like, like ringing in my ears. I've been there. I really have. And the thing is that I know Bev and Roger. They think it's me. I'm doing something wrong. You see it with strangers as well when you're out. People looking at you. Old ladies frowning. When I was out with Lewis, they used to coo and cluck over him, give me these little smiles. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, I shouldn't be saying all this. Honestly, I love being a mum. And, and Bev and Roger have been so kind. I'm just so tired, that's all. Oh, sorry, I'm such a mess for getting my purse, buying bags and bags of Angel Delight. Don't be silly. It's completely fine. <sighs> It's such a relief to talk about it. Now, my family's all back in Jelmsford and it's hard to meet anyone here. 
I mean, you see people at playgroup and you start to recognise the odd face in the street, but you can't really go up to people and just start talking. Hey, you should have one of these. Thanks. Say no to live animal exports. What's that, like animal rights or something? Yeah, it's about these lorries. They're trying to start using Brightlingsea as a major port, taking live cattle and sheep over to be slaughtered in Belgium. The thing is, they transport them in these lorries without any water or food, and they're on them for hours. Yeah, I I've seen them coming through, actually. I'm not squeamish or anything. My family are all country people. I used to go beating for shoots when I was a kid to earn a bit of extra cash, but... No, you can see it's not right. They're so squashed in and that face is all pressed together. My friend Maria's organising a meeting on Thursday in the parish hall. You don't mean to speaking. You should come. Oh, sounds great. But I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it. Depends if I can get Bev and Roger to watch the kids. I'd love to, though, if I can. Well, bring the kids with you if you need to. Nobody will mind a bit of crying. There'll be loads of people there. We're trying to get a campaign together. Petitions, talking to MPs, that sort of thing. OK, I'll definitely try and be there. And if not, you'll have to give me your address and I'll pop round with the money I owe you on Friday. There's no rush, really. Well, thank you for everything. I'd better go now. I've got to get back for Danny's next feed. It was lovely to meet you, Linda. I'll hopefully see you on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Maria said she thought it would be more people than usual, but not this. There must be almost a thousand people here. Sorry. Sorry. I'm late, so I sneak into a seat near the back. There are all sorts of people there. Mums from playgroup who I recognise and loads of oldies. I spot a few older kids I know from school there with their parents. M. Taylor, who's in my Year 10 class, is there by herself. She's got a notebook ready to take notes. She gives me this little smile. Hi. Can everyone hear me? My name is Alice MacDonald. Thanks to you all for coming out this evening in spite of the weather. So, the situation is essentially this. An exporter named Richard Culver has decided to start exporting his livestock out of Brightlingsea over to Belgium. As the town has one road in and one road out, this means that the lorries carrying the animals have to pass directly through the centre of Brightlingsea, passing the Colne Senior School and Brightlingsea Junior School to get to the shipyard. As we all know, these animals are often distressed and in very poor condition. They have been on these lorries for many, many hours without any food, rest or water. By the time they reach Brightlingsea, typically some animals will have died. Many more will be injured. We cannot stand for this in our town. It is a dirty, repugnant trade and Brightlingsea will not stand for this. We can't let our children grow up believing that this is normal. Eerie. I've written to Richard Culver and some of the other parties involved and nobody seems to care what we think. So I suggest the best course of action would be to get in touch with Bernard Jenkin, our MP. Some local councillors, some of the local papers, start a petition. 
The first thing I need to know then is if there's anyone who would be happy to head up the petition. I don't know why I did it really. Maybe because nobody else was and I felt sorry for Alice standing up there and she'd been so kind to me with the shopping and everything. I just felt my hand going up before I'd even thought about it. Great. Thanks, Linda. If anyone else is interested in helping, please see Linda at the end of the meeting. Hi. It's Linda, isn't it? We met the other day. You was the one who forgot her purse. Oh, yeah. You was working on the till. I'm so sorry. Uh, what was your name? It's Beryl. Beryl Rogers. Oh, sorry. Memory like a sieve. I'm hopeless with names. Oh, don't worry about that. I'm just the same. I remembered Linda because that was my cousin's name, see? Anyway, I heard you're the one to talk to about the petition. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's me. Well, apparently, anyway. Well, you can put my name down. I'm my husband. That's Ralph with a PH. He could do with the exercise, he could. Doctor says he's got to lose a stone before he can have his heart surgery. Right, hang on. Let me just find my diary. Have you got pen? Uh, do you want to write your number down here and I'll call round tomorrow? Linda? Oh. Do you have a moment? Oh, I, I was just... I want to introduce you to somebody. Em, this is Linda Matthews. She's heading up the petition. This is Emily from my Year 10 class. She's very bright. Did this amazing collage the other day inspired by Damien Hurst. All about the live exports. I'm also a vegetarian and I work at the body shop in Colchester so I know a bit about like animal cruelty and stuff from that. Great. Is that okay if I put you down to help me with the petition too then, Em? Yeah, I'd love to help. Here, I'm all done. You can write your name next to mine. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to Ready, Steady, Cook. Two days later... There's this woman on the telly. She's got a lime green suit on and blonde highlights. She kind of just looks like a bit of a powerhouse, to be honest, presenting this cooking show. And I don't know what it is, but I just have this sort of eureka moment, right? It just comes to me. I know what I'm going to do. So anyway, I get up early the next morning and I nip out to the shops first thing before Bev and Roger are even awake. And I buy cartons and cartons of eggs and flour and cocoa powder. It's much harder on the way back because it's uphill and I've got the double buggy laden with bags and there's a gale blowing. When I get in, I unpack it all and lay it all out so the kitchen table is completely covered in these little glistening packets and boxes. I just stand there and marvel at it all for a moment. Then, pinny on, radio up. And I get cracking. I'm channeling Fern Britain. 200 cupcakes. We make them chocolate, because why wouldn't you? That's it. Now pour that all in. Good boy. Wow, you're a proper little cook, Lewis. We decorate them with my mum's chocolate icing recipe. Oh, my God, it's so good. I know I'm biased, but honestly, it is the best chocolate icing you have ever had. Then we decorate them with every single type of chocolate I can get in the co-op. Chocolate fingers, chocolate buttons, chopped up flakes, even those little discs ones with sprinkles on. When we're done, the whole kitchen is covered in flour and melted chocolate. 
and Lewis is covered. But my God, do they look amazing. Oh my goodness, look at your face, Lewis. No, 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 stay away from them walls, please. No, no, don't touch anything, okay? Right, let's go and wash your hands before Nana murders me. I drive so carefully, praying they won't tip over, down to the Tesco car park where we've got a little table set up, asking people to sign the petition. These are so good, Linda. Really yum. There goes my Weight Watchers. They're worth it, though. Oh, sorry they're a bit rustic. Well, it's not quite bribery, but hopefully it might help them to listen to us. Ah, now she's learning, ain't she? We go door to door, Linda and I. We stand in supermarket car parks for hours. We stand until our whole bodies ache. We talk until we lose our voices. Good morning. So sorry to bother you. Hi, darling. Hi, do you have a minute? Um, I was wondering if you might be interested in signing this. It's a petition. A petition to stop the live animal export. We're collecting some signatures today. These poor, defenceless animals. Imagine being locked up like that for 30, 40 hours with no food, no water, rest or anything. I've seen them all coming past. Legs and arms all over the place. It is awful. Cattle and sheep. Anything you could do would be enormously helpful. Please come along to our meeting on Tuesday. Thank you so, so much. Yes, right there. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Take, Take care. care now. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks a Ta lot. Cheers. Ta Means a Look, lot. Bye now. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's such oh, a difference. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Look forward to seeing you. Cheers. Take thank care. Thank you. Bye. A hundred signatures. Thank, Thank you. you. 200 signatures. Thank, Thank you. 500. Thank you. 1,000. Thank you. 3,000. Thank you. 8,000 signatures. People are so angry when we tell them about it. I just hand out cakes to start with, letting Alice and Maria and Sue talk. But soon I start having these amazing conversations with people and with the other helpers too. They're mostly older ladies in their 60s. Some of them are well into their 80s, but the energy, you know? Beryl's an absolute gem. Doesn't suffer fools and has a real mouth on her, but, but kind. Really kind. And so good at talking to people, winning them over. I love watching her in action. It feels amazing just being there to help, you know? Soon, Mum. Soon. I'm just going to finish off with the last of these letters. OK. Night, then. Night, night. Don't forget, you've got to be in early for your careers appointment, all right? I know. Don't worry. I'll set my alarm. Come here. I want a hug. Mum! You're never too old for a hug from your mum. Night, then. Night, night. I should go to bed, too, but I don't. I sit there for hours. It's late. The sitting room is illuminated by the soft glow of a floor lamp. The window panes are liquid blackness. I'm surrounded by piles and piles of paperwork, letters to all the local somebodies, MPs, journalists, councillors, the odd local celebrity. 
Outside, it feels like there is nothingness. All I can see is my own face reflected back at me. I look tired. Michael's guitar stands in the corner, covered in a film of dust. He used to play for hours and hours. Smoke on the Water, Hotel California, all the classics. Used to drive me mad. But he hasn't touched it for months now. Hello? Hi, it's me, Linda. Sorry, it's so late. I didn't wake you. You, you told me that you struggled to sleep too, so I thought I'd try and call. No, it, it's okay, I was up. What time is it? It's just gone two. Is everything okay? Has something happened? Uh, no, sorry, oh, I shouldn't have called really. I just fancied a chat. Wanted to hear an adult voice, to be honest. I thought maybe if he was up, we could chat about the petition. God, what a pair we are. Insomniacs Anonymous. At least you've got an excuse. Oh, I got her down for a couple of hours earlier, but now she's wide awake again, balling. Poor thing. Let me know if you ever want me to babysit. I'm, I'm awake anyway. Hmm. What are you up to? I was just trying to get some of these press releases done to send out. Daily Times have told me they're going to run something. God, I don't know how you do it all, Alice. Probably because I don't sleep. No, but I'm being serious. You're amazing. How do you know how to do all of this stuff? The press releases, the petitions? Well, I was at art school in the 70s, wasn't I? We did it all. Women's lib, black power, civil rights. I may not look it, but I used to be a bit of a true revolutionary in my time. I can believe it. And then in the 80s, it all became about CND and apartheid. A load of my friends were at Greenham Common, so, you know, it's only been the last 18 years that I've turned into a suit, as we'd call it, since we moved out to the back of beyond and had kids. Ended up teaching art. How come you ended up here, then? Oh, my ex. He was a sociologist, got a job as a lecturer at the uni, and I thought if we were moving out of London, we might as well give the boys a taste of nature. Choose somewhere by the water. Mm, that makes sense. Andrew, my ex, moved back to London years ago. And now Jamie, my eldest, is up at Newcastle. Michael thinks he wants to go to Nottingham, so now it's just going to be me, stuck in the middle of nowhere. Did you go back? To London? Yeah. Or, you know, where you're from originally. I mean Camden. I think about it sometimes reconnecting with the old crowd, but I don't know if any of that exists anymore, to be honest. Everyone's moved out too, joined the march to suburbia. And I love teaching. I really do. It, more than anything I've ever done, it feels like something useful. I feel like that with this, you know. With all the protests. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. When we're out there canvassing or planning at our meetings, I get this feeling in my stomach like this sort of burst of excitement. Well, like fizzing. And it goes up to my chest too, and I have so much energy. I feel like I could take off. I ain't had that since I was a little kid. It feels like Christmas or something. And sometimes, oh, this sounds really sentimental. It's probably because I've just given birth and I'm still a hormonal mess. But sometimes I look at you all, this group of women, all ages, all walks alive, 
Just looking at you all makes me want to cry because it is just so beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I told you I was a hormonal mess. I'm so silly sometimes. You should see me with films. Mark says, I'll cry at anything. No, no, that's not silly at all. It's very human, this Dreyfer community. It's joyful. been listening to Humane by Polly Creed. Alice was played by Marcia Leckie, Linda Francesca Isherwood, Bev Louise Jameson, Michael Esmond Cole, Beryl Margaret Ashley, M Rose Reed, Mark Luke Barton, Ralph Graham Seed. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Sound design by David Rucroft. Music by Ting Ying Dong. Director, Imogen Wyatt Corner. Producer, John Ainsworth. This audio production of Humane is dedicated to the memory of Betty Blower. <laughs>